right? And I know we're bending the rules here ever so a lot. It's okay. I, I now control the rules. It's all right. <laughs> Says you. I'll just edit him out. Um, no, I, I have the rule book. I rewrote it. Go on, yeah. I don't know who you are, but welcome to the Irish Photography Podcast. Sit back, relax, and listen about cameras, gear, settings, stories, and all things photography. Join Darren on Ireland's Best Photography Podcast. Let's go. And you're very welcome to episode 125 of the Irish Photography Podcast. This week, it's Darren. I'm on my own. Dermot's retired. But you know what? Had some fun in the last number of weeks. But this week, we said we'd bring back something that I love, but Dermot didn't really like. But you know what? The person that's on it with me this evening, I think he really likes it too. So, somebody who's been on the podcast a number of times before, has now has his own podcast and doing very, very well. Had myself and Dermot on as a guest in it recently as well for episode 10. Without any further ado, BG, welcome back to the Irish Photography Podcast, buddy. How are you getting on? Darren, how are you? Do you like my intro? Did I build you up nicely there? You built me up nicely, but... I wasn't really listening, and I tell you why is because you're like episode 125, and here's me thinking I'm fantastic with episode 14 coming out. Actually, well, it will be out by the time this is out, but yeah, I'm just like still have a long way to go, and realistically, I unless you stop doing them, I can't catch up. You know, no matter how much uh, I try, I can't catch up. I of course you can catch up. I mean, there's been plenty of time for that. I mean, I'm down now to every two weeks, and even at that. You know, I might find every so often right, that I give another topic that I could do, but I'm going to stick to it to the two weeks in here for the future. So that's going to be 26 uh, a year. So you're going to do more than 26. You'll get, you'll gain ground back. Don't you worry. You'll catch up. No, listen, it's not a catch up game. It's nice to just do them. It's easy. It's very easy to go out of them. Like it's very like I remember when I was away and I didn't get a chance to do one and I did miss a week. Now I didn't make mm. it known that I missed a week because you, there's just no point. Like mm-hmm, realistically, absolutely. no one really cares. But and the best thing is you don't care and just like go with the flow the next week. You know exactly. And that's exactly. that's the way to do it and not take it too seriously. But it's a lovely little journey. It's cool doing it and it's nice to be a guest on a podcast. But it's also nice to do your own podcast as well. Yeah, no, to be fair to you, you know, you've done very, very well and you've had some great guests on as well and I've listened to every single one of them and I've enjoyed them thoroughly. So, you know, I'm delighted to have you back on and have a chat anyway here this evening. But, like, it's been a long while actually since you were on and, you know, when you used to be on before, you know, be on your journeys and we'd call in for BG's bits and figure out where you were and stuff like that. So, like, autumn has come and gone and there was no tours on because of the whole big COVID lockdown. But you actually decided to do something quite interesting and I think so well done that I think it's going to be something that will last for a long time. In case somebody doesn't know what you've done recently, do you want to tell us a bit what you've uh, just released actually today? Yeah, so obviously we record this today, which is Monday, um, what, 30th of, no, of November. Um, yeah. And, and what, I, what I've been working on, for the, and not just me, um, two videographers, one video and, and one editing for the past number of weeks. So we'd spent um, a couple of days in Wicklow, um, which is probably going back a month ago now. Real, it is. It is realistically a month ago, you know, um, yeah. and that's how long it's taken to, to 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 be finished, I suppose. But I just decided one day um, to do this an autumn autumn video, literally an autumn video, like an autumn project. 
but I didn't want it to be like a promotion for Bernard Gurley Landscape Tours. I didn't want it to be mm. come with Bernard Gurley Landscape Tours. I would obviously love people to come and book trips, and thankfully, people still are booking trips for next year, and that's Brilliant. great. But what I wanted it, and, and, and this is where I wanted to go with it, and this is why it took so long because so from recording so every bit of footage you see in in that video that i released right i titled it autumn in ireland and a time of change right mm -hmm. autumn is a time Great of change title. but also we are in a time of change um mm -hmm. and i didn't want to think too much about the the title of the video i didn't want to think too much about the promotion of the video i actually just wanted the video to be perfect um when you have a videographer working with you is hard enough when you have two it's so hard because you have three different ideas mm -hmm. like the video ended up being three minutes 50 seconds or something like that joe who did the video on the project joe ladrigan um and and he, he did it with the r5 as well all this was filmed with the r5 Beautiful. which is just a stunning camera um to, to, to video and i'm no videographer or anything but it's not about even the video. It's about his quality of work and the angles he gets while shooting. He shoots mm. the video for the edit. And I think Agreed. that's what sets him apart from a lot of others in terms of video. So he was, you know, he did the video and then a very good pal of mine, Cal Debris, who literally lives up the road from me, um, he did the editing. And like Cal, just he, he just nailed the editing. Like he really... Beautiful. He nailed every bit of it. Um, and I think the two of them complemented each other with the shooting and the editing. But the point I wanted to get across, and I suppose, I, I know I'm spouting on a little bit, but I want people to know where this came from. Mm -hmm. So from Joe saying, man, you know, this, you know, this is going to be a video, you know, you need to keep people's attention. So it has to be two, two and a half minutes. And I was like, Joe, I understand that. But also it's not a promo. It's not mm -hmm. a vlog, it's not a promo, it's just a simple video. I said, I wanted to, I, I don't want people to feel, and this, Cal said it as well, he said, you want people to feel like they need more to keep them intrigued. And I said, that's not what I'm going for. I want people to be relaxed and satisfied at the end of it and not necessarily want more. I said, I didn't want people, I don't want this as a promo. I don't want it to be come to these locations. These are amazing. I wanted the video to tell the story. Um, and I wanted people to not be on the edge of their seats while watching the video. I wanted mm -hmm. people to sit back if they have a whole, if they have their hole shaped out in their couch, you know, from years <laughs> of use. Couch, yeah. Exactly. I want you to get in that hole and press the remote on your telly and put it on YouTube and watch. And it's three and a half, just over three and a half minutes. If you have surround sound, it works even better. That's what I wanted. I wanted people to almost feel emotional watching it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i said this i had a selective about 10 different people such random people that i was sharing with, with the video with as i went along um and you know they were all given obviously their feedback i went to so many people about the the voiceover at the start i overthought that voiceover so much you would not believe yet it just mm -hmm. could not have been simpler you know, mm -hmm. and everyone's like, Bernard, mm -hmm. take it down a bit. Take it down. You don't need to use fancy words. Why do you need to use fancy words? It's just a voiceover. It's like, mm -hmm. yep, yep, yep. And those people, I showed them bits and I said, listen, this is what I want from it. And they were saying, you know, I would maybe shorten it. I would maybe have it longer. And I went with some people's advice and I didn't go with others. And I went with what my gut said at the end and what mm -hmm. the lads thought was best at the end. The song that was in it was not the song at all. 
Like mm, Cal showed me that song without the video, and I I was getting tick. I'm not. I'm, I'll be the first. He'll admit. He'll tell you. Like, and I'll be the first to admit. I was getting tick. I was like, not a chance. I said, Cal, this is not happening. <laughs> and then what does he do? Doing what Cal does, and he just edits the video with this music. Sends it to me, wow. man. I swear to God, like I thought I was going to cry, and oh, yeah, happy, sure. happy like, tears, happy tears. Like the song I had in my head was just—I loved it, and it's still an amazing song. And I just sing it randomly myself. But Cal, and and that's what I love about Cal. Like Cal's a few years younger than me, and he's not afraid to take this risk and say, "Well, feck it, I've put this effort in. I'm going to throw this song in. If Bernard Reese doesn't like it, I'm back to the drawing board," you know. Mm-hmm. But I loved it. It was just phenomenal. So the kind of, you know, eight or ten people that I'd share bits of the video with and had asked, right, Bernard, what do you want me to feel before you show me this video? You know, mm-hmm. and I said, well, I, I want you to feel satisfied, emotional almost. I want you to crave, if you're abroad, I want you to crave Ireland. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't want you to jump on a plane, pack your bags and your boots and, and, and run up a mountain. I want you to say... I want you to sit back and say, I need to get back home. I need to see Ireland. And if you're already in Ireland, I want people to say, well, do you know what? I didn't get out for autumn this year, but next year is another year. Um, and in a few weeks, we'll be out of lockdown and, and I can get back out and enjoy nature and stuff like that. And that's pretty much what I wanted to get across. And the best, the most satisfying thing about releasing the video, the most satisfying thing was actually the people who I'd showed snippets to and told them what I wanted from this video... They were like, Bernard, you are right. That was emotional. Brilliant. You know. Brilliant. And that's exactly what you wanted to hear as well. Because look, is... ultimately, like, do you know what? I'll say something to you, right? You, when you create something, you're invested in it right from the start. And I really like what Cal did there because it kind of broke the mold away from what you had wanted. But it also brought something separate, which is another person's viewpoint, which they knew you would like. And I think when it all comes together, as you say, with Joe's videoing, I mean, when I saw it and you showed it to me, I went, man, like he shot that directly for the edit to make the edit even better when you're looking for the scene that you need to be able to fill that space and it was there it was done and the movements the panning motion everything and you could tell even with the quality of the camera that he had used that okay I knew that it was the R5 but even at that I was like this is another level again because it is crystal like the the grading that Cal had done is, is fantastic but the shooting in the first place to get that and with you walking through different scenes in beautiful light I think it's a fantastic three and a half minutes of entertainment but an opportunity yep. for you to get lost and to actually go into that space and use your imagination and visualise yourself there and that's where you'll get the emotional connection so I think and bravo to all three of you that's fantastic work you know yeah and, and if I just say one thing because you know again I don't want to spend you know we're, we're ten minutes in now and this I don't want to keep this isn't the podcast about Bernard's yeah, video exactly yeah. it's not but it's nice that you did ask and you know it's it's a good platform to get across what you want from this it's 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 good to get it across, but this is for if someone hasn't seen the video and they go look at it, I want them to say, well, I heard what he said on the podcast and that's exactly what I felt. But the mm-hmm. best thing about it was, right, the beauty of this is, and I'll say this really quick, Joel Adrigan is the hardest lad in the country to get to go out and, and do a shoot or a hike, right? And Cal was like, I'm going to send this cut over to you and Joe. And I was like, listen, Joe might see that and... 10 minutes, he might see that in, you know, 10 days. Exactly. (laughs) 
and and do you know what I you know and and I was messaging Joe three or four times and you mightn't get a reply now four or five days he'll reply listen man sorry it's been really busy and I said to Joe straight out I said Joe Joe I literally just told Cal I said you don't often hear from Joe and Joe can't always get out but when he does and when he can mm. it's going to be special and mm. and that is the good thing is if you have an expectation like we talk about expectation and reality right my expectation mm. of Joe is if I try get him out for 10 days right and I get him out for 1 hour 10 that's the expectation if I get a, mm-hmm. if I expect to get him out 10 days out of 10 I'm going to be let down not for let sure. down from him but that's like that's him he's obviously his own life but mm-hmm. you know most of us jump at the you know the the you know click of a finger we'll jump to go out and shoot with our mates and and go and shoot video or photos but Joe has obviously other stuff going on but just that's all he needs he just needs one day that video was shot in like less than 6 hours total which is wow. crazy and then the other side of it is Cal, we were like we went up to Wicklow in our camper vans, um, right, and we said, right, we'd get away from kind of life and go up to Wicklow in the camper vans, have a couple of beers, talk over the edits and how it's gonna work, right? And mm-hmm. I remember him talking to Milo at one stage and I was actually on the phone to someone and he was talking to Milo and Milo said, you know, how are you getting on with the video? And he goes, oh, like to edit this, not just to edit this, but to actually get to shoot with my idol, you know, which was Joe. Mm-hmm. To hear him say mm-hmm. that is is amazing, mm-hmm. like, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, yeah, that's, listen, that's, I think, enough about the video. Um, it, listen, if you haven't seen it, it's on my Instagram, it's on my Facebook, it's all that kind of stuff. So do please go on and, and watch it. And, you know, I'll obviously take any feedback. And I hope people feel what I hope they want, uh, what I hope they'll feel, you know? I'm sure they will. And you know what? Yeah, look, we will even put a link in into the... I don't think you are. Did you share it into the podcast Facebook group, no? No, but that's something I will probably do uh, probably when I get off the call tonight or tomorrow at some stage because I have to, I want to make sure and ask you if it's okay first, so I'm assuming it that's is. That's fine. No. <laughs> we'll, yeah, we, we'll make an exception to the rule. Yeah, you can share it into the Facebook group because it's phenomenal. And like I say, hats off to the three of you. I mean, it came together perfectly and it is a great opportunity for somebody to get a bit of experience of autumn in Ireland when... The shitstorm of 2020 as it it's, was, and it's, nobody could it's actually get aimed, out there, so. It's aimed at, like, it's it's aimed at everyone, but specifically if, like, right, feck me. Like, <laughs> I don't want to keep going on about it, but there's two weeks. I, I wanted to say so much in the voiceover, right? But autumn, you've sunrise and sunset every day, right? Every single day. Could be good, bad, great, indifferent, whatever. You have, if you have 10,000 people in Ireland that are into landscape photography, them 10,000 mm-hmm. people can shoot over a space of time, your 365 sunrises and sunsets, right? Yep. With autumn, you only have a 10-day window. Mm-hmm. So you probably have half of those at least who are going to converge on about only 10 or 12 different locations around Ireland over the space of 10 days. And this mm-hmm. is why I said it's a sense of community because it's a time when you go somewhere in Ireland and you mostly expect to be on your own. Mm-hmm. But in autumn, you know there's going to be someone else there. And People don't like that, but I love that. I love going to mm-hmm. Clock Lee with a group. Who cares? And seeing an, another group there or another group of 20 friends. It's just the community. It's the buzz. It's the crack. And it's meeting new people. And let's begin the Irish Photography Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, you know, back to business. I mean, suppose, look, you know, as I said to you at the very beginning, 
we have a part here on the podcast which I really, really enjoy. And, you know, it's very similar to what we did there. It's not talking about me or anything like that. It's talking about somebody else and somebody else's work. So your segment there at the very beginning is not really that far distance from the subject of the podcast anyway. But we have a regular segment which is called our Sunday Showcase, which is on our Facebook group, like I mentioned a moment ago. If you're not on the Facebook group, just jump over on, search in the Irish Photography Podcast. You'll be asked a question, you know, to mention myself, mention Dermot, mention Bernard, or mention a previous guest or internet that on the podcast just keeps the spam bots out. But anyhow, once you're into the group, then we have every Sunday where people can post their favorite shot or what they photograph in the last week. And it's a great opportunity, just like you said a moment ago, as a community of people. Literally, to be able I was to about see. to say that again. Yep, yep. Yeah, to see what everybody else is shooting from around Ireland. And people are putting out one photograph. This is their best shot. This is what I shot last week. And you know, it started to grow and it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And now, every so often, um, we do an episode where I pick three images from the most recent Sunday showcase. And now Bernard can pick three images. And we'll see, will we actually pick the same image. It hasn't happened in the 125 episodes that we have done that. Now, we haven't done 125 Sunday showcases, but, you know, haven't had a match with myself and Dermot, so maybe I'll have a match uh, with you this evening. So I think you know the concept anyway, Bernard, because you've listened to enough of the podcast. So without any further ado, I'm going to let you start. So let people know, I suppose, we're picking the images from the Sunday showcase, which is on the 29th of November, 2020. So, Bernard, what is your first image that you've chosen? Right. And well, why? it's it's going to be, I suppose, it's going to be controversial because I, I'm always like, right, geez, I hope there's, you know, three in it that I like. But actually, there's four. Um, mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. is four. And I don't know if I can mention four, but I will. I'll mention the three, right? Um, the first one is um, Travis McCann Warner and the Palooza Falls. Which is, it's it's a beautiful shot. Obviously, I'm assuming it's from the States. I think I've heard of it before. Kind of reminds me of one of the waterfalls in Iceland. Um, I can't even remember the name of that now. But it's, I think, by looking at it, I think it's a panorama. Um, it's it's gorgeous. It's just a beautiful shot of a waterfall. Um, looks like it could be a kind of a five or six image panorama. Um, waterfall on the left, lovely light coming in from the right. And you can see the river as it veers down the, down the, the valley or the canyon. So... That's my first shot. Um, it's it's just a nicely exposed shot, you know, um, and, you know, what we give for images like that in Ireland. Um, the second one is oh, from... No, no, a, you got, yeah, oh, I got, no, no, you, oh, you, you have got to... Yeah, go yeah, on. you got to go first. And I got to see if I have to pick him one the same as you and guess... All right, okay. 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 What? You did. I have. <laughs> I have oh, actually yeah, picked... First time ever, boy. I've picked exactly the same image by Travis McCann Warner. And when I first saw it exactly as you say it, I was looking going, Jesus, what's that? Is that Iceland? No. It's Palouse Falls. Okay, Palouse is in Washington, I think, or close to Oregon or somewhere around that, I think it is. Um, I'm looking going, Jesus, look at this. And I started looking at it more and I was really, really intrigued with it. So, yeah, for everything that you said about the image, that's nuts. Straight away, we got one for one. So we got a match. I think we'll have more, though. I think think we will have. Now, given if I can mention four, I will. But I'll definitely obviously mention the first three. Um, So shall I go Okay, well, here's what we'll do. So, right, since we both picked the first one and you got four and I actually had four as well. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. So let's see. So what is what is? Geez, that's nuts. No, we've, we've we've a match after first round. Okay, go on. What's your second pick? So the second picture um, is from Neil Arters, and he says waterfall fun times. And what I love about it is, 
you know me, I, I've said it before, and Mark Fletcher will actually know um, what I'm talking about as well. I always encourage people when shooting small enough little waterfalls, right, with four, like f- almost foreground waterfalls with a waterfall in the background, try and make mm-hmm. that foreground one really big. And not not saying Neil heard my advice any time, but he has the same concept. He's gone really close. Like I'd say the waterfall he shot is probably eight or ten inches high, but it looks like it could be two feet high. You know, it does. Um, and then there's a lovely, just a lovely little fall, which you don't know. It could be six inches high, but it could be 10 could feet be. high because you don't know how close or how far back it is from his frame or from mm-hmm. in the background, you know. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's just a nice image. It's it's a nice use of light as well. A bit of light coming in from the top. Um, I love seeing waterfall images, be it whether natural light or adding a little glow from the top. Um, so I, I do like that. I never, I, I don't normally like, um, it, especially forest waterfall images where there's too much space at the top. I like to see a little bit, but just with a little bit of lightly coming in. Um, so that's that. That's a nice image, and there's lovely greens, lovely light, lovely texture, um, and perfect expo- perfect exposure. Do you know where that is? Yeah, haven't a clue. I, yeah, that's the, my, that's what I like about it. Yeah, and like like it could be Devil's Glen, but it could be in his back garden. That's the beauty of it, exactly. you know. Yeah, I you know what I didn't pick that, so we don't have a match for match. But I actually did spot that image when I looked at exactly the same thing as that. I went, where is that? But actually, you know what? The fact that you don't know where it is is actually so good about the image because it could be anywhere. And yep. that's exactly it. We don't know. Like the falls at the back there is probably 10 times bigger than what we're looking at here in front. But when you're looking yeah. at comp- composing the image, it's it's nuts. Yeah, we didn't match, but I would agree with you. It's a great shot and well done, Neil, actually. And thanks for sharing the image in the uh, the Sunday showcase. Okay, next. Go Let me for see. it. Well, I actually was torn to be honest with you, uh, with this image, right? Um, yeah. But there was something about it, and then the more I looked more I looked at the image, the image struck me even more. And it was something that I've tried to do but never really been successful at getting a good shot at doing it. Mainly because, not because I didn't have the gear, but because I didn't have the gear, right? To be able to <laughs> get, get in as close as I wanted to be able to get to get to the subject, which is a wave. And I wanted yeah. to be able to capture water in movement in a wave and there's an image there which is by sue sayer and it's in mully and cove in cornwall and it's just a simple image but it's an image of a wave breaking and it's not even the case that she's down the tube wave or anything like that it's just the exposure time is bang on that you can actually see the grooves that are in the water and you can actually see the water falling falling over the top of the actual wave as well itself it's something that uh, it struck me and I looked at it again and then I looked at it again and then I started to kind of look at the detail and I said, you know what, that photograph, yeah, okay, it's not your typical big wave shot, it's not your epic wave, but there's something about it and it brings me in, it draws you in. And the moment, what I love about seascape photography is that no two images are ever the same. So no wave ever is the yep. same either. And when you look at this where you know she's positioned to take that photograph, she's sitting right at the top of the wave as such where it's breaking over and then bang. And I went, you know what? Yeah, I really like this shot. It's something different. It's not a landscape, but it is something that I want to do more of. And uh, yeah, well done, Sue, for uh, sharing that image. And like, listen, I didn't pick that image, right? Now, just because you don't pick it doesn't mean you don't like it. But I'm looking at it now and it's funny because... I think your eyes are trained to, our eyes are, are trained to look at a wave coming from left to right. Mm-hmm. 
And this goes from right to left. And I think that's quite interesting. And obviously the light is coming from behind as well. So it is a beautiful image. And it's it's like these images, like, you know, you, you've heard the episodes I've done with uh, Jennifer Bonnet and, and, and Rachel Talibart. Some of this seascape stuff looks so, so easy. But it's mm. actually so bloody difficult. Like, so mm -hmm. difficult. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and that's the thing. So it is whether it's a fast shutter speed or a slow shutter speed or, or a long exposure um, you're going for. Seascape is a lot harder than you, you know, that we, we all, I think, realize um, no matter how professional or, or, or amateur or rookie you are. Um, and, and it's one thing I'm looking forward to. You know, we're back down to where the southwest and southeast are sunrise and sunset now. So I'm looking now in the next couple of weeks, getting down in the camper van and just staying on the Copper Coast for two or three days and just shoot, you know, and mm -hmm. it's it's the best way to improve your seascape photography. 100%. And, you know, that's probably why it even struck me even so more so, because it's like, what, eight weeks now since I had my last fix of the sea. And, uh, yeah, I need to have it regularly. So, yeah, that was my second pick anyway. And like I say, thanks, Sue, for uh, sharing it in the group. Right. Bernard, what is your third pick? Well, uh, so this is from a guy, Stephen Phelan, and actually Stephen was very kind enough to share my video on his Instagram stories today. Um, I only copped his, him sharing the story after I picked his image. Now, up until now, if he's listening, he doesn't know I picked his image. Um, mm -hmm. But it's, and I'm not a big fan of the in-camera movement, but he's just done a nice, simple job of it. It's just the sky, just a colorful sky. Um, Keith, uh, Keith Arkins did one, um, couple of weeks ago actually when I was out shooting with him and it was a nice morning at Laytown you know and this is mm -hmm. where I can learn from people where that like he did it and I didn't and then he got a lovely shot of that morning and I got lovely shots but they're not ones I'm going to post you know mm -hmm. and that's the difference he decided right I'm going to try something different you know and he did and it was really nice and this is really nice as well it's just a pink it's got pink it's got orange it's got like magenta it's got blue you know, in the image, and it's just uh, like a four by five crop, and it's just a nice ICM in camera movement image um, from Friday sunrise. He says, "I really liked it as well, and I like what about it is that you've a lot of layers there, and the layers are created not only by the color but also within the sky itself." Yeah, and yeah. I think, you know, that's a beautiful shot. And ICM is something I think everybody should do. Even when if you're messing around the place, you'd be amazed at what you can actually see when you look at the back of the camera after you're moving the camera around. But there you have to have a certain set of skills. Because if you don't do it, you'll end up yeah. with not straight lines, you know. So it's just straight yeah. across on this. But it's, it's actually really, really good. I, uh, I like that shot. I didn't pick it, but I like it a lot, yeah. Do, do you know what's funny, actually? And one of the lads, Keen, uh, messaged me today about this tracker, right? And about doing panoramas on his tracker. Would he need two ball heads? And I was like, listen, this is the ball head I'm using at the moment. And what it has, it it's it has three. Um, we did the, obviously the the podcast mm -hmm. um, on Ben Rowe stuff, right? But one of the what they have now. So you have your two main, um, your main. What would you call them? Twisty Levers. things. Yeah, twisty levers knobs. or twisty knobs, whatever you want to say, right? You have your small one to turn the ball head left and right, and your big one to turn the ball head around in the the, the ball head, you know? But then you also have the plate on the top. So you have a little lever for the plate on the top. So if you have it, you can turn the actual... So leave the ball head, the ball head or, or, or the bottom plate doesn't have to be touched. It's just the Arca Swiss plate turns. Mm -hmm. And 
when you have that level, that would actually be a great idea. That's something I'm going to try next is actually try that in-camera movement, just using that, a nice little pan. That way it stays level and, and, and everything. So that's something I'm definitely going to try um, next time I'm out, especially with seascapes. Yeah, it's actually an interesting one to do. And, you know, I'm going to try loads of things and I can get back out to the seascapes. That's one thing for sure. <laughs> so I probably add that <laughs> into the list of it as well. You know, yeah, I miss it so much. Okay, so uh, back to me. Uh, and again, do you know when you look at an image and you don't know where it is, it tells you where it is, but you still don't know where it is because you've yeah. never been there. But you go, I kind of want to be there. And the reason why you want to be there is because something within the image draws you into the image. And yeah. most of the time, it's either composition or it's light. You know, <laughs> Light, for me, is something that I've learned a lot more about over the years. And I'm kind of really, really you know, thankful when you get nice light because that's what makes your eye draw it within the frame of the shot. So mm -hmm. this is an image by Catherine Doyle. And it's a place called, I think it's Dade. De juice, juice. Joust, Joust, yeah, Wicklow, yeah, yeah, right. Now I've never shot there, but the image, there's some beautiful light, but it's happening just beyond the trees that are within there, and you kind of want to go, oh man, look at that light, yeah, go look, go get the go, 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 and like you know, she's there, she's got the shot, and it does tell a story, and I really want to see what's beyond those trees because I want to go to the light, and I really, really like the shot. It grabbed me, and I went, I like that shot. Do you know what? I knew, I knew you were going to pick that shot. I I just oh, yeah? knew. And that's one of the reasons I didn't, because I was like, I'm going to try keep up the trend yeah. of this, and say, right, this is not going to happen. We're not going to get matching images. So that was, like, Catherine is actually such a nice woman. Like, she's such a nice woman. Um, but you know what I love? Like, it's a beautiful shot. The light in the background is just stunning. It's darker in the Lovely. foreground, which is perfect. But you know what I love best? No, None of these luminar rays. Yep. Absolutely. That's just, like... It doesn't, doesn't need it. it. Nah, nah. Unless I they're mean, there, that, you know what I mean? But that light is low light as well, by the looks of it. And you're yeah, because it's warm. Yeah, you know, I want to get in there. I want to go. I want to go out there. What else is out there? You want to see that. You put in the fake sun star in the top of that. You might as well add a bit of mist and fog as well altogether, Sherlock. And, you know, then it's just a I creation. I know, yeah. This, this is, a, is, a, is a lovely image of a spot, like I said, that I want to go to at some point. I want to see what it's like. So, yeah, that was my um, third uh, And, and uh, you know what, so what's nice about it? She has just a little, like, I'm not a fan of borders, but she has a nice, just thin, very thin white border around it. And it just, it, you can imagine it in a frame, mm -hmm. you know, and that's mm -hmm. that's what I love about it. Yeah, no, it's really, really nice. So again, you know, thanks, Catherine, for sharing your image. It's really, really nice. Um, so yeah, we've both picked three images. We've had one match, but you oh, have crap, an extra bonus one. Oh, crap, I have five. Uh, you I won't have get five. five. You'll, get an extra, you'll get an extra bonus. We'll, get one, we'll give you a little one. So go on, pick your favorite child there now, the last two. Ah, oh, do I have to? Because one of them is really positive towards me all the time, and it's a nice image. And then there's an unusual image which happened last week for the first time in a few years in Ireland. So I'm going to answer it for you. It's about the image, not the person. So what's the image? Um, right. Well, I'm going to share one really quick. West Clare, right? Lovely waterfall off the cliffs of Moher, the Doolan Cliffs. Now, going to move on yes. to number four, okay? <laughs> ah, Patrick, come I, on. You should give Patrick the credit for that that photograph. Patrick did a great no, no, job well, in that chat. No, no, definitely. Like, Patrick Galvin's, like, he's so positive towards me. He's always encouraging with words and stuff. So I had to mention him, do you know? And he's out in all weathers. But just really quick, I want to, right? And I know we're bending the rules here. 
ever so a lot. It's okay. I, I now control the rules. It's all right. <laughs> Says you. I'll just edit him out. Um, no, I, I have the rule book. I rewrote it. Go on, yeah. Um, so we welcomed uh, last week back to our skies for the first proper time in, in two or three years um, mm-hmm. at least. And that is the Northern Lights and Rab mm-hmm. Rogan. Uh, with Dunluce Castle and the Northern Lights on the horizon with beautiful pillars. Um, it's it, like to see them. I remember when I started in 2015, we were like uh, pretty much at a, like a solar maximum almost. You know, I didn't know much about it then. But I remember all the time literally getting notifications, notifications, Aurora, Aurora, Aurora. You look on the Shetland cam, there's Aurora. You're looking at the North Coast, there's Aurora. I had a lovely field facing North North in Newbridge, you know, in Kildare, and I was going out almost what felt like nightly, shooting the mm-hmm. Northern Lights. And they have just been non-existent um, in, in the lower latitudes in the past few years due to solar minimum, which we're now coming out of. So to be mm-hmm. able to see the Aurora, uh, back in our skies in Ireland, even if it is just the far north. Um, it's just amazing and fair play to the people for getting out and shooting. So fair play to Rab. It's a beautiful photograph. And you know, when I saw it actually, I kind of went, what, really? Hang on, that must be from a few years back. And then I was looking, no, no actually, you know what? It's only been recent. And you know, I, I, okay, fair enough, right? Since you know, you're going for the extra one on that, just to give you a small bit of an extra one for Rab again. Because Rab actually posted a number of shots, so he kind of yeah, broke the did, rules yeah, by posting yeah. no, one, more than one. So we'll break the rules for you there, Rab. He might give us a the Rab th- jacket. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Uh, but you know, guess what? The third photograph that he took there with the red sky and the wave breaking and the rock with the people stood on the rock straight away. I yeah, I've seen that, yeah. Ballantoy, oh, isn't it? Look at that. Yeah, I was like, look at that. So yeah, Rab, you get a, an honourable mention there twice for... Uh, breaking the rules by posting three photographs in the Sunday showcase and you we'll, got two we'll of them to, mentioned. We'll have to send them a receipt for those mentions. <laughs> yeah, hang on out. Note everybody else. It doesn't mean that if you post multiple photographs that you'll get multiple mentions on the Sunday showcase. <laughs> one a week, one a week. All right. So no, you got your extra one in there and we didn't uh, match on that. But you know what? I'm going to pull out one from the bag for the extra one that's there. And it might be one that you wouldn't expect. And there's a funny story behind it. So... I posted on the group there on Friday to let people know that we would be recording and that we'd have a special guest. And, you know, that make sure that you post your bangers in the Sunday showcase. And all of a sudden, I started to get a couple of people that were posting their images on that post. And I was like, okay, I said post it in the Sunday showcase. Oh, right. yeah, so I've yeah, okay. seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I says, okay, I'll reply. You know, I went, oh, that's very nice. Make sure you save it for the Sunday showcase. And then somebody else did it. So I went, okay, copy, paste, pasted that one in. Yeah. And somebody else did it. And I went, oh, man, what's going on here? And next thing, all of a sudden, I get a notification. Dermot O'Donovan has commented on your post. And I was like, what's Dermot after commenting on my post? How do you have to leave? I podcast. bought a new what's jet going ski. On here? <laughs> Next thing, what does Dermot do? But Dermot goes off and posts one of his own images as well inside in the thing. And I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, Dermot, surely be to God. You know the thing at this stage <laughs> in your life. You've done this <laughs> yeah, often enough. You know that it's a Sunday showcase, right? Yeah, so but I'd says, imagine, okay. just one sec, I would imagine with Dodd, like Dodd is just like, his brain, I'd say, is like a minefield. So he probably thought it was Sunday. Probably, probably. Uh, yeah, I, not I once, so. Not once, though, but he did it twice. 
<laughs> and then I, I, but then I replied to him and I went, uh, Dermot, uh, yeah, thanks very much. We keep for the Sunday showcase. And then on Sunday, when the Sunday showcase was about to go live, I get another notification on exactly the same post. Like Dermot has also now shared his images as well on that same post that I'd already replied to him on the Friday. So I went straight and went, okay, commenting has been turned off. So I said, you know what? He has to get an honorable mention here, Dermot. You did actually post a beautiful shot. It was a shot you took in Castle Connell of the fog with a red boat. Simple image, really, really catchy. And, you know, I really, really liked it. I was a bit pissed off that you actually got a photograph and been out in those conditions um, because I couldn't get out into the conditions because there was no fog in Cork, unfortunately. But mm. he got the fog on that morning. So, yeah, uh, an honourable mention there for uh, our, our host, our ex-host of the Irish Photography Podcast, Dermot O'Donovan. I'll send you on a copy of the new rule book, <laughs> but it hasn't changed, right? You still only post <laughs> images on a Sunday in the Sunday Showcase. It- it is funny. We're all guilty of that kind of thing. Like I've often posted videos, like just could be a 10, 15 second video of a sunrise or a sunset or something. And then someone re- like comment being like, beautiful photo. And I'm like, what? It's a video. <laughs> <laughs> would, you, would you like a print? <laughs> no, obviously it's gr- it is great to get comments. But you see, we do all drop the ball at some time, you know, and, and we make like silly like we don't we don't read enough we don't look enough you know we just assume all the time you know mm-hmm, and we we mm-hmm. do we're all guilty of it so um i think we'll have to let him away with that one and and ah, yeah. rab and and everyone else just post as many images next week one make his life hardship <laughs> it's okay i won't be talking about him again for another four weeks anyway so that'll be all right you can post as many as you want yeah post five or six it'll be great so look bernard that's the first part of the done man thanks very much for your input you picked some fantastic shots I can't believe that we actually had a match so you know that's amazing after so many episodes and on that bombshell we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back hey guys this is Nick Page from the Landscape Photography Podcast and you are listening to the Irish Photography Podcast Bernard we're on to part two now my man and it's something that we do and we look at our Instagram and our Instagram is really really active we got some fantastic people that follow the Instagram page and they tag us on a regular basis. And every Friday, actually, you know, we do a thing called the Irish Talkie Podcast Friday feature. So uh, we share images uh, on our stories, some some fantastic talent that's out there. And it always is interesting when I look at these, I always come across new photographers and I come across people that have started tagging us or people that have been tagging us for a long period of time and you can see an evolution of their photography. So we decided a number of months back as part of the Sunday Showcase, we'd also look and we do an Instagram spotlight. So we'd pick one of the uh, followers on the Instagram uh, page and we talk about their work. Now, given that you're, you're the guest on the show this evening, I said I'd pass that honour over to you. So, you know, earlier on I said to you, who do you think we should pick? And you said, oh, yeah, I might have somebody in mind. And I said, oh, okay, yeah, that could be the person too. All right, yeah, let's go for that. So, Bernard, your first pick of the Insta Spotlight, who is the profile that you've picked? So, Darren, I have, I've gone with um, a good compadre of mine. And, um, yeah, I've gone with Felix Brawl. And the reason I've gone with Felix Brawl is um, because his... The man has serious dedication. Like I, I definitely think, I definitely think he has probably yeah, he has more dedication than I have. <laughs> you know, it's different when you're doing tours and and stuff, and and that's your job because you're out all the time. But it's harder to do it when you know it's just a hobby and you you really have to get up at those all hours and go spending so many nights under the stars and all that kind of stuff and do all these hikes. But mm-hmm. just one of the reasons I picked them. Um, you know, well, I picked many, many reasons I picked him. One is just for the type of guy he is. 
absolute like gentleman, great crack. Although you never know when he's serious, you know, like try, trying to post an emotional video to someone like him and asking for his feedback, and he just te- texts back saying, "Yeah, that's shite." You know, <laughs> like at the time you're annoyed, but then you're like, this is Felix. Like he's not going to give you that emotional reaction, you know? So like, that's one of the things to love about Felix. Um, it's absolute uh, shite. Yeah, I'll take one, yeah. You know, but he says it in his big thick Mayo accent, you know? Um, and his work is stunning. His dedication is amazing. He, he's grabbed some really beautiful shots over, over the, over the year, uh, through this year. Um, Especially as Astro, as Astro has really taken, um, you know, taken lift off this year. Um, I was, I we went up done, done the Caron Tool hike with the Milky Way over Caron Tool together. He hasn't edited his shot yet, but what he has done, you know, he has that iconic cottage in Connemara, the fishing hut. You know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He, he, he's lucky enough to live in Moycullen, which is half an hour from Connemara. And, okay. you know, he spent a few nights heading out to Connemara, looking for clear skies, looking for calm conditions. You know, lucky some nights, not so lucky the other nights. And one particular night he went um, he went out to uh, the fishing hut in Connemara and just got stunning skies. So it's the Milky Way behind the fishing hut. Um, it's beautiful, beautiful. And it, it, it's, it's just stunning. And... The, the interesting thing is, so you see the light, right? So that light wasn't lit up with a light inside the hut. So there's a window at the back, and he just put a little light at the window at the back, which illuminated the inside of the hut. And that, that's how he got the light, you know? So, like, I think that's the real iconic shot of Felix at the moment. He was the first one to shoot that. Um, no, that no, no doubt about it, like, and... I'm sure it's a shot that was in everyone's mind for a long time, but it does make it a bit easier when you live close. Um, not content with that, he decides to go to a lo- the lovely, uh, the lovely Atlantic town of uh, Round Roundstone in in Galway. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what does he do then? He gets to go to the harbour and gets the Milky Way over the harbour in Roundstone. You know, and, like on, it's, on it's, the same night. I don't think it was on the same night. Oh, but okay. No, okay. I don't think so. But then that's more to his dedication because you only get a certain amount of time to shoot the Milky Way in Ireland for before sure. the Galactic Core sets. Sure. Um, yeah. But to get that was just, like, phenomenal. And, and I can guarantee there was no one else in the country that would have thought of that shot. You know, Nobody. such as his dedication. I just know for a fact no one would have. The, the fishing hut shot, yeah, maybe because it was an iconic location. But Roundstone with it just incredible you know so that's again just one of those one of those shots you know um i've been lucky enough to be i was in um where was i with felix i was in the dolomites um jesus was i actually that many places with him yeah we were in the dolomites together i could have sworn it was somewhere else um Jesus, he's going to kill me now if I was somewhere else with him. <laughs> we, we've shot so much in Ireland. Like, we've shot so much in Ireland. Um, it all started when he was, like, over arranging meetings, uh, speakers for the Letterkenny Camera Club. And he okay. got me up one time, and he's like, listen, if you're up... I didn't know of him at the time. He's like, if you're up, do you want to do a bit of camping? You know, and I was like, grand. I'll go up a couple of days earlier, and we went camping, and um, we, we'd done a lot of shooting, and it was, you know... we. Just we've had some great adventures, especially around Ireland, down in Dingle. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a great time in Wicklow not so long ago. Um, and yeah, his, his dedication is just amazing. He, we actually, we also did one in the Mamturks. So we did a beautiful hike in the Mamturks. 
I won't even begin to name the mountain because I just, it's gibberish to me. But it's, I don't know if you can see it, but that's, that's oh, yeah. it. It's in just, Calamari, yeah. oh my God, such, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, so it's not, you can see the 12 bends in the distance. The thing about that is, right, to get to that, right, we, tr- we three attempts to get to it. And the first attempt, we drove up this valley and down this road and we pulled in. And next thing, this car comes down. It's like, this is a private valley. You're not allowed in here. And we're like, oh, like one of the trails told us we could like hike this way. And they're like, no, not the case anymore. Closed to the public altogether. It would have only took us an hour to get here if we could have done that. So we're like, right, back mm-hmm. to the drawing board, back into in a valley and park up. And we start walking up this like pure, like almost vertical face. And we're like, listen, we'll just go straight up. It'll take us two hours to get up, but just go straight up and be at the spot. And because we want to be there for sunset. So mm-hmm. we were heading up next thing, like this farmer casually walking through all the, the marshland and the mountain and the rock alongside us. And he was getting ever so closer, but wasn't in a panic. And then he mm-hmm. eventually gets close enough. He's like, Hey, get the fuck back down there now, Jesus. And starts effing and blind. And we're like, Jesus. Or, like, we didn't know. Sorry. Because no, we didn't have to climb any fences or anything. And then mm-hmm. he was like, tourism Ireland and all Galway, they're getting all the money and we're getting nothing, so feck off. And we're like, Jesus, <laughs> calm the jets there. We're like, listen, we're not arguing. We'll come back down. Um, okay, so yeah. we, we did. Fair enough, yeah. So we had to go find another spot. So we went, parked up, and we found a trail. And after all that, the trail, three hours one way. And it was like going wow. from 150 meters to 600, back down to 400, up to 700, back down to 400, up to 750, back down to like 600, up to 800. It was so up and down. And then you have the fact that you have all the gear on your back. You have, mm-hmm. you, you know, probably 20, 22 kg with tents and, um, you know, tripods and food and cameras and, you know, all sorts of equipment. So... It was worth it in the end for the conditions that we got, not just at sunset, but also at sunrise, you know? You know, think about what you say there, right, is that it's dedication, and it's about putting yourself through it to get to the shot. And he, I, when you, you know, we looked and said, okay, we're picking Felix, I said, Jesus, yeah, absolutely. Because you look at not only Astro, but every single aspect of his photography. I mean, he's got shots there that I'd die for because the conditions that he was in, that he had to put himself in that position to be able to get those shots. Yeah. But even thinking of Astro, something I, I now... I haven't seen it before, and I never will see it since, but it's a photograph that he took with Neowise, and he took it over the uh, O'Brien's Tower in Cliffs of Moher. Mm. Now, I, I go, Jesus, like you've seen this thing everywhere. People take a photograph of it here, there, and, and nothing nondescript, but this is right next to an icon, and it's something that you're never going to uh, see again. Now, Witness when again, you think yep. back, Yeah, and you think back in regards, you say he's up in Mayo, so he drove from Mayo down there, in the hope of getting an opportunity with clear skies. And guess what? He got it, and he got a shot. And even looking at his breadth of photography is not just from the astro point of view. The conditions that he can get, I think, are, are, are incredible by putting himself out there and saying, you know what? I'm going to get a shot here. I see there's a shot here. He may not get it once. He tries it again. And even looking at his, his feed, there's some beautiful photographs there. There's, a, there's, one, there's one photograph here which, which, which struck me. Um, and it is, uh, for the season that's in it, Japanese mountain forest in the mist. So they were near Mount Fuji when he took this photograph. And it's just beautiful. It's such a simple, delicate photograph. But you've got mist and fog that's there. And it's just so pastel in regards to the ground that's there. There's a bit of the yellowy green flower grass and stuff like that. And you go, 
like I said earlier on with the photograph that I picked in the Sunday showcase, I want to go through here. I want to see what's in there. And that's like just one of the fantastic shots, I think, that Felix has to offer. And even something that, you know, I love to take photographs of, and you do as well, is his waterfalls. And even his waterfall photography is beautiful. The timing that he's got on the flow of the water, you know, you can still have, um, it's not too milky, like there's still texture within the water. You know, you see that it's flowing, it almost looks as if it's flowing in the images as well. And yep. then on top of that then, again, stuff I did for many years, and, you know, I kind of stopped it for because I couldn't get out in the times I wanted to, but just moon and full moon photography. And he's got a number of shots in as well here that, again, you know, you have to be lined up, bang on, to get the shot. And there's one there yep. which is of the, um, uh, what's that big building? Let's see if he says in the name. The Shard. The Shard. Yeah. yeah. And you've got the moon sitting right behind the Shard. And you're going, man, do you know what? That's a beautiful shot. But I know how hard it is to get that shot because I've tried to get a shot in yeah. particular. It took me four months. So he's not just got one of those. He's got a number of them. So, yeah, I think, you know, his photography full stop is fantastic. But if I give you one final example, and you, you mentioned about the Dolomites. Uh, it's an image that he has from Cicada, and it's looking out through a tent and looking at Cicada, the actual peaks. And I'm looking at that shot going, yeah. yeah beautiful sums it up you know you're saying about bringing the tent bringing it all with you but putting yourself in that position to get those shots and i imagine that's uh what sunset sunrise probably sunrise Uh, sunrise yeah so obviously we camped up there and we woke up the next morning the thing is the sunrise that morning was just crazy but now you're talking about putting yourself in the position right now I, I, I do want to talk about that and I want to talk about a couple of others, right? We will, now that we're on the Cicada image, I want to keep talking about it, right? Now, mm-hmm. there's a, f- you're talking about, we talk about dedication and you're talking about putting yourself out there, right? This, mm-hmm. so it was myself, Felix and Johnny that were here and we went to the Dolomites, uh, 2017 and we said, right, we'll bring the tents, we'll get a hotel as well and we'll do a bit of boat, we'll do a bit of camping and we'll do a bit of hotel and stuff like that. And we said, right, looks like the weather could be perfect. Clear for sunset, which is not what you want. Sacheda is the best place in the world if you have the right conditions. If it's clear, you're just like, it's bang average, in my opinion. And we said, right, sunrise, sunset looks clear. Sunrise looks like it's going to be the one. And we said, right, we'll get the lift up and we'll camp up there. Get to Orse, and turns out the lift is uh, not running, right? So Mm -hmm. it was being repaired. So we were so, like... So like so naive at the time, being like, "Ah, oh, yeah, sure, you know, we'll we'll pay someone to bring us up in the lift, you know, give them an extra few bob, and that's not happening. Sure, there's a, a road, so we'll drive up. This road is like that, right? Mm-hmm. So like, Felix, right? Sure, we'll try drive the car up. The car got about fifty feet, and it just couldn't go anymore. That's how steep it was, right? Mm-hmm. So we're like, right, so we'll just walk up, you know, we'll hike up, we'll be up in a couple of hours." I'd say we were hiking for three hours up this road, right? Not a not a not a trail, not a unmanned unnamed path. It was a road, but it was strictly private. You get fined. Not if you get caught going up, you will get caught, right? There's no doubt about it. So if the lift isn't running, you have to go. You have to walk. So we were walking for three hours. I'd say we were a third of the way there after three hours. Wow! Right? Um, that is how steep it was. The legs. It was catastrophic. I never want to experience it ever again. If someone was to say, I will throw you off Sacheda when you get here, 
to put you out of your misery, you would say yes, right? Mm -hmm. It was mm -hmm. that bad. Mm -hmm. And next thing, a car goes by and you're like, oh, putting, you know, trying to stop them and they just drive on. Next thing, another car goes by and it's, as I say, it's completely, so mostly it's all Fiat Panda 4x4s, like the old mm -hmm. ones from the 80s and 90s. They are mm -hmm. beasts of yokes. They will get up anything and it's mostly them. And next thing, we're about a third of the way there, maybe almost halfway, and this like Nissan Navara is going up, and we're like waving down, come on, you know. And this lad puts down the window, and he's ah, you know, Italian obviously, but he's a good bit of English. And we're like, please, will you bring us to the top? And he's like, oh, what are you doing? We're like, we're just going up to camp and take photos and all that kind of stuff. And he was like, we were like, yeah, we'll pay you, we'll pay you. And he was just like, oh, put the stuff in the back, and you get in, and. We were like, right, how much do you want? He was like, I don't want money. He was like nice, but grumpy. Like mm -hmm. really mm -hmm. nice, but grumpy. You know, mm -hmm. you could mm -hmm. tell he was like, these lads are putting in a shift, so I'm going to bring them up. So we were, I, like, we were high-fiving each other in, in, in this Jeep. You must thought, what the hell's going on with these lads? But we were just, we appreciated it so much. Like mm -hmm. that's how bad this hike was, right? It was horrendous. And we appreciated it so much. We were kind of close to tears. Like, that's not even a joke. And it turns out he was the manager for the whole Orte and Sacheda Resort. His name oh. was uh, Charlie, you know. And so that was amazing. So we had a few people tell us, you cannot camp, you can't. It's totally, highly illegal. But you're like young and naive. You're like, ah, sure, we'll try it anyway. So this kind of got rid of any doubt because this guy manages the whole resort. He could see us putting tents and bags in. He knew what we were doing. You know, mm -hmm. and he dropped us to within five minutes walk, 10 minutes walk of the viewpoint, you know. So sunset was, you know, eh. um, we wouldn't have been up there before morning. You know, that's how bad it was. Sunrise was great. The only thing is we had to walk back down, right? Mm. We didn't care because we were going down. We would have got the shots, all that kind of stuff. When we were walking down, right, again, it's so steep. We would walk for 30 seconds, uh, forward 30 seconds backwards to take the pressure off our calves and off our shins and eventually we got wow. about halfway down and there was this guy who lived there and he gave us a lift all the way back down again <laughs> well so it's interesting it's, and it's interesting right because i actually can relate because i got into those sheep pens if you remember when we were going up and down to cicada whatever everybody <laughs> squeezing into it and like that was a fair old journey because we had to take two of them to get right to the top yeah so I even remember looking out as we were coming back down going, Jesus. And you had said to me, yeah, that's where, that's where we went up. And I went, what? Yeah, it's like that. So in so, fairness, I mean, to, to, to do it, to get the shot as well and to get that beautiful shot as well, worth it. Yeah, you see, the thing is, and, and you've seen from where we started in the cable car to where we ended, right? As the crow flies, it's not far. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for sure. You know, but, and that's the thing. It's not far, but when you, like, that shows how steep it is. Mm -hmm. You know, exactly. If if you were to lay it down on flat ground as the crow flies, it would take you twenty minutes to walk. Like, you know, mm -hmm. but such as how 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 um how, how uh, uh, you know tough it was. Another another that stands out to me. Um, I won't go through the full details of this story, but I remember taking Felix and Max Malloy and another good pal of mine uh, from Newcastle, Daryl Walker, up Caron Tool for sunrise before you know. Um, mm -hmm. And we stayed down, camped down at um, at Cronin's Yard, 
uh, the night before okay. and we said right we'll you know make it maybe 4am start or whatever get up the top for sunrise but I was so sick like so I slept oh, in my bus I remember that it was, yeah, it was yeah. the only time we never went up yeah I was so sick like I'm never sick but it turns out I had gastroenteritis now anyone that knows what that is knows how bad it is right and knows mm-hmm. what can happen <laughs> so I won't go into the full <laughs> details but let's just say I had to get up at like 3am and run for the showers in uh, Cronin's yard which were luckily open and mm-hmm. it was mental like it was crazy mm-hmm. I just couldn't mm-hmm. do the hike I was just too bad and um, that that day drove home dropped Daryl back to the airport in Dublin and did not leave my bed for a week it was crazy Nasty. but the lads Nasty. got stunning conditions up there um, you know um, that's, but, that's yeah, Felix I was j- up there was Felix up there with, with, with Max and Max got a photograph that you see all the time now but pretty much from the same uh, yeah. shoot is it yeah yeah yeah, yeah I remember yeah, seeing yeah, that yeah. yeah I remember so, that I remember like that they did, let's have a look for that again yeah Beautiful shot, and and I'm looking through the, f- I'm looking through the feed here, right? It's funny when I say, just where was I with Felix, Sky, Dorset, um, obviously the Dolomites, and and so many adventures in Ireland, you know, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, listen, his his gallery is stunning, you know, yeah, obviously, and his dedication, you know, that's half the battle is the dedication, and if it's one thing Felix has is dedication. So yeah, if you want to uh, follow Felix on Instagram, it's Felix R O L L, and I'm sure he'd be delighted to have more followers. It is awesome feed. It's fantastic uh, work, and I think you know he'd be pleasantly surprised if you haven't come across his work before. When you look at his feed, it's exceptional. So yeah, great choice, Bernard. Bye. Fair play to you. You uh, you gave us some good topics there to discuss and some great stories as well. I'm delighted that you were on to tell us a story about uh, some of the shots as well. So you kind of brought some of these images as well. Uh, to life. Maybe I'll have to get Felix on someday to tell his side of the story and how he carried you up the mountain. <laughs> no, we might just keep it to one side of the story here now. <laughs> no, listen, we, we have had, we have had, and y- the good thing is, right, if you have this, you have this friendship with someone, right, you know, I've shot with Felix, which have places that have been his idea, and the you know, it's it's like an unwritten rule, right? Felix asked me to go and get an unusual shot with him, so it's his, not his shot, but it's an automatic, he posts first. Yes, you know? for sure. And mm-hmm. you don't post for a while after because, th- like, there's no, like, you know, you don't post, like, the next day because, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, the shots will just end up, uh, you know, they'll cancel each other out almost. Yeah, so, they'll, they'll blur each other out, yeah. Yeah, so he's had that with a few of his images, and I've had that, you know, what I, I was the one that asked him to come up Caron Tool that night. Um, he actually went up the night before or the week before, but it wasn't full darkness then. Now they still got lovely conditions, but I said, listen, I'll be heading next weekend. It will be fully dark, all that kind of stuff. And we'll do it. They were over on like Nocknapeshta, um, and big gun and stuff like that. And I was going, we were going up O'Shea's Gully across the Bean Carra Ridge, the Bean Carra Mountain, looking across at Caron Tool, Bean Carra Ridge and Carra Mountain. So it was a different, completely different viewpoint. And, mm-hmm. you know, I asked him to go and again, the unwritten rule came in, you know, it's like, well, Bernard Jew post away and I'll post in whatever, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And actually what was ama- the amazing thing about that night was the, the crack going up as well because Max Snap came um, as well and um, and Ke- another guy, Keenan, he came and it, it was brilliant crack. But the airglow we got that night in the night sky was something like, Nuts. 
I, I'll, you'll never see it repeated again, probably. Like, just, it was crazy. Um, mm, beautiful. But yeah, listen, Felix, amazing person to shoot with. Uh, you know, if you're looking to, to get his opinion on something emotional, or you're looking to get life advice, don't go to Felix. If you're looking <laughs> for a bit of crack, he's the man to go to. <laughs> Perfect, perfect. So, Bernard, listen, thanks very much for that. Thanks very much for coming on the uh, episode this evening, episode 125, and featuring the Sunday Showcase. Some great images there, good choices, and, uh, yeah, great um, choices as well with Felix. So, yeah, we're going to wrap her up, I think. Anything else to add there? Anything? What are you doing next? Where are you going? Uh, so, we're going to come out of lockdown. Like, I'm kind of lucky that I have been able to do a little bit of travelling with the likes of Wicklow. Um, you know, like... For work purposes, because you're going, that's that's my job. Whether people mm-hmm. think it's not, or it is my job. Um, I have another little project that I'm probably going to start committing to next year. Um, at the moment, I'm kind of working on bits and pieces of it now. Um, I don't want to say too much, but that's just something that for, for, for maybe the kind of second quarter of next year. Um, I think once we open back up, I'll go hell for letter for a couple of weeks. But I'm also actually helping out my dad as well. My dad is one of the lucky ones that's been literally probably making his pension money through the pandemic. You know, um, Mm -hmm. I'm once Mm -hmm. one end of the scale with nothing and he's doing the opposite. So it's nice to be able to help out that way as well. Um, I think come January, um, if things are still kind of orange between Norway and Ireland, I will probably head to Norway for a few weeks to um, Tromso and Senya up to my good pal, Adrian Maudui. And... uh, Mm -hmm get tested before I go if there's a quarantine period which I think at the moment is five days if you're tested and take a test after five days up there um, that won't be so bad if it's two weeks I won't but that's the plan um, we'll see what happens sounds good you can't plan anything you know no you can't you can't you can't all, all I can tell you is that we're out of lockdown in two days and next weekend I'm going to go as far as I can go away from my house uh, within obviously yeah. the county of Cork so I'm happy that I'm living in Cork because it being the biggest county. But yeah, I'll probably head off down down West Cork there and go around there and I'll, <laughs> I'll play around. It, it's 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 so funny, like you know, like you have to stay within your county, but you'd be better off going to Dublin because you're closer <laughs> than West I know. Cork. Like you know, I know, I know. <laughs> it is the mad. Time it would take me to get down there with the roads. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah, it's insane. But yeah, guess what? It is going to be out. Going to be able to get the camera out. Be able to get my my new shiny out as well. So yeah, I built a give it a good run for its money because it only barely had a an opportunity. So yeah, Bernard, thanks a million, man, for coming yep. on. Really, really appreciate it. And I uh, have to get you on again now soon enough as well, sure, and catch up once you're uh, going on your journeys. And best of luck now with your Please God. next episode as well on uh, Wednesday. So yeah, thanks a million, everybody. Thanks for uh, listening in. And until next time, Shlanga Fall. See you later. Hey guys, if you dig what you're hearing, why don't you jump over to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a five-star rating and don't forget to share with your friends. With all that done, keep shooting.